Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Katie Jean, hi. Hey. Yeah. Also, Sorry, that's like times, so annoying. <laughs> I do that to Leah because she loves the noise and she like laughs at it. Yeah. She's also she also finds it so funny when people blow her nose. Like she sits here and like cracks up. I'm like, I mean, you do you, girl. I'm so glad my congestion is making you yeah. chuckle. But <laughs> I always just slurp my coffee in front of Gil because it like bothers him. So if he's not paying attention to me, I'll be like, <laughs> and then like wait for like the reaction. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, hi, hi. pay attention oh, to me. Hi, you remember me? You love You're me. You're white. <laughs> It's me. This morning, no, this morning, this afternoon. You know, like you have food in your house, and you're like, I should eat you this. Want. But I literally heated a bowl of food. And I sat there and I was like playing with it like a psycho. Tom just got done telling me that like we need to take a ten second breather with the card, mm-hmm. and I literally like puppy dog eyed, spun around my chair, and I was like, I'm so hungry. I don't feel good. Like complete guilt tripped him into buying me Yoshi sushi. But I didn't get sushi. I got noodles. And, Whatever. Um, okay. Because I was like, I told you the next time you want sushi, I you to call I did me. not get sushi. I honestly just almost got so I know. Mad. I watched your face. I did not get sushi. I got yaki udon noodles and I okay. got um, pan fried dumplings. I really wanted sushi the other night and Gil was in the mood for pizza. And because he just took his test, I was like, I will. Yes. Yes. I was like, we can compromise. You can order your pizza. And honestly, it worked out because all he ate yesterday, breakfast, lunch, and dinner was the leftover pizza because it was Perfect. like the Sicilian pie. So it was like the big yeah. whatever. And even this morning for breakfast at 28, so I didn't have to worry about cooking Honestly, for him. I'm not going to lie to you. Pizza is the gift that keeps on giving. Like, if you want, like, a decent meal that is going to feed your husband for at least, like, a day and a half. Yeah. I love pizza. Tom's like, it's, you know, do we have to get it again? I'm going to think myself, like, bitch, it's good. You're going to eat that all day long. I did not have one slice. No. It's he that, ate the like, entire, entire thing. And I was like, you know what? That's okay. I might see my friend Jackie Friday. I already told her that if we hang out that we're ordering sushi. So, like, I'm going to get sushi this week. But, like, I have been craving it. I want some, too. But I need I need to order it when someone else wants it because I don't want to eat too much of it. I want yeah. like, a roll or two. And then I'll right. get something else. Yeah. But it's hard to be like, I'm going to buy it. Because Tom's like, I don't want sushi. So, yeah. I was like, well, I'm not going to then order a whole roll because the one I do like has tuna in it. So, yeah. I was like, I shouldn't do this. I guess I'll be kind of a good pregnant person. I guess. Yes. So, Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's speaking, not what we're here to talk about. Speaking today. of sushi, um, Misery can't have any because she's a vampire, but she can have peanut butter, which we learned. Um, so yeah, no, we're obviously here to talk about Bride by Ali Hazelwood, which obviously follows Misery, who is like the daughter. I don't. He's not the king of vampires, but he's like the highest political figure in yes. the vampire realm. And Lo Moreland, who is like the alpha of the one of the. I think it's like the northern. Territory. Uh, I think of, it's, like a, yeah, like a it's one. Territory. Yeah, it's one of the territories of werewolves. Yes. Um, but he's the alpha of that territory, and it follows them and their arranged marriage. And honestly, like, it was like really cute. It was okay. Yes, it was very cute. It was very Allie. So if you are that's going to say yes. book lover or just a reader of her work, you'll know what I'm saying. Like, it has all the Alleyisms. Yes. In this as well. I mean, like, first of all, she's a vamp. Okay, so it's takes place in the United States, but there's like the human territories, the were territories and the vampire territories. And everybody is basically at odds with each other, but they have this like system in place 
um, called the collaterals mm-hmm. where basically like you send somebody of importance to like the rival territory and that's like the collateral. So, so basically no one will hurt the other. Species. Yes. So there like, won't be like all out wars. Yes. Yeah. Um, the reason why there is an arranged marriage though, is cause like her dad is basically kind of like up to no good. Like only looking out for like the benefit of him and yes. him. Yes. Um, but her best friend who she considers a sister who is human goes missing and the last entry and like something had this guy's name L-E. L-E and then like Moreland. Yes, the yeah. Moreland. So she was at first like, I'm not fucking getting married to anybody. Like I'm out. And then when they say the name or he, the dad says the name, she like, turns around and she's like, sign me up. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'll do it. And she was used as the collateral as yes. a child. So at eight years old, she was sent into the human territory. A human was sent to the vampires. And so she had to grow up as a vampire in the human world. She's really never had any, um, she never had like anybody on her side besides her never. friend Serena. She never had anybody like support her. Yeah. The vampires don't like her because she's like too human for them from like living with the humans. And then the humans don't like her because she's a vampire. And the way every everybody has these like prejudices against mm-hmm. each other and they have these like stereotypes that they think are true about each other. And it's like that part I was like, okay, like how do they not know? Yeah. Like we've been living in this world for how long and they don't know that vampires like just drink blood from like blood banks or like that. Like, yeah. That like they're there's just, like completely shut out from one another. Yes. Like, I was like, all right, like interesting. Yeah. Um, I will say I enjoyed her character. Like she makes, again, Allie, like she makes light of like situations. Like she uses some dry humor to kind of get through. I thought her relationship with Anna or Anna, I don't know how you say yeah. it. Um, actually I should so listen to that, most of this on audio, but I was going to ask you if it was Anna or Anna. Cause like, her name is Liliana, Liliana, Liliana. I'm assuming Liliana. I want to say it's Anna. Anna. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was so funny how like misery treated her, which like she was kind, but like kind of like always like poked fun at her. Like would like yeah. say like, oh, you're five. She's like, I'm seven. And, like she was like, oh yeah, you're six. Like, oh no, I'm seven. But like then she'd hold up her fingers and be like, I'm seven, but she had like six fingers. Like, yeah. So it was kind of fun out the two of them. Like, and, yeah. And misery is like very, um, like non-emotional. Like yeah. she doesn't talk about her feelings. She's like very like kind of like cold yes. in a lot of ways. So like this like little girl like wants to be her best friend and she's like, leave me the fuck alone. Literally, like whatever she like says it. it, she's like, leave me alone. Yeah, like, but like her internal monologue is like, I kind of like the kid. Yeah, like she's kind of cute, but like don't come anywhere near me. Yeah. Um, like she takes her Serena's cat with her and like sparkles. Spark- and like it becomes the name Sparkle. Like Anna takes it over. Like it's, I liked the banter of all, all, of, all of it. Um, I think it's a book that I'm, I'm actually very surprised that people are, I didn't realize people had like very conflicting thoughts. Yeah, there's, about it. I was gonna say there's people who are like, this is the best book. And then there's people who are like, this book is fucking terrible. I was like, it's an Allie Hazelwood book. I like, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's not breaking any records for me. It's chill in the middle for me. Like I would yeah. never say stop what you're doing to pick this up right now and read it. But I'm going to say, hey, like if you're in the mood for like a fun, lighthearted, typical Allie Hazelwood book. It could be a great palate cleanse. Yeah. It could be a great, just like, this is what I'm in the mood for and I'll pick it up. Like, I would say, like, to be fair, solid three, seven, five, four star. I'll say I gave it four stars because I was enjoying it a lot while I was reading it. And I could even see myself, like, down the road being like, I'm going to download the audio. Because okay. it's just, like, but I feel the way about all the Allie Hazelwood books. I can see that. I think if I'm, like, ranking it, I'm, like, probably ranking it, like, third on my Allie Hazelwood book list. 
So it's um, like right in the middle yeah. of all of the Allie Hazelwood books. And like, again, Misery is like really into like IT and coding. So you still get that like women in STEM kind I know, of thing I that like she always she writes. That yeah. yeah. I, I just feel like it wasn't, I, when I was looking at the rating on Goodreads, it's like rated like a four to five. I just, maybe, yeah, no, I think it's a four to five as of this morning. Tons of ratings. Mm-hmm. People were like, I mean, it's Allie Hazelwood. People know who she is. I would not, yeah, definitely wouldn't scream from the rooftops that this was the best thing I've ever read in my entire life, but it's definitely not the worst thing I've ever read in my entire life. No, either. yeah. Like, I think... She's a good writer. She like, she sucks you in immediately. She loops you in. She gives pretty good depth to her characters. Yeah. People were saying like Low was like the best thing in the entire world. I was like, I don't fucking see that. I was like bored with Low. Same. Um, was... I almost feel like that's what kind of made me, I enjoyed the book when I was reading it, but when I put it down, I almost forgot about it. Yeah. It was one of those books. And yeah. now that it's done, I haven't thought about it. It's just one of those, like, it's a decent, it's a good, it's just a good, solid read. Like, if this is what you're looking for. And it, while I wasn't, scre- okay, well. He had, like, really good moments. I, yes. like, I liked him that he's kind of, like, this, like, he's supposed to be this big, scary alpha, but he's, like, very soft. Yes. Um, But you don't really get to see him be the big, scary no. alpha ever. You kind of are only getting him in those, like, more intimate moments with misery. So I feel like I would have. I wish we got more of, like, the juxtaposition of, like, who he is, like, who he presents himself outwardly, and then who yeah. he is, like, in, in like, private. Yeah. Um, which, like, you hear that he's this, like, big scary alpha, but you don't see it. No. I will say, um, I did enjoy, like, in the beginning of the chapters, you get, like, one sentence. Oh, I love A very brief, that. short sentence that kind of, like, it's, some, it's an internal thought of his. Yeah. And I think it does give you some nice insight into what is actually going through his mind, which is really nice. Yeah. Um... But yeah, like as a whole, like when people are like raving about him from the rooftops, I'm like, I just didn't get that vibe. Yeah, no, he was fine. He was like very mediocre as far as yeah. book boyfriends go to me. Like I liked him for misery. I liked him like in the story, but I won't think of him. No. Um. No. No. Yeah, he's not. He's fine. He was fine. He was fine. He was fine. This book was fine. Yeah. This book, I, I would say that for the extremists out there, we're not the extremists. We are chilling right in the middle. I'm chilling right in the middle on this. Like. Um, I think that people, I think the people that don't like it or that are having an issue with it are upset because they were fantasy. Well, no, they were expecting, okay. So it's a vampire and a werewolf. Listen, I am not, we are not Omega verse girlies. I've actually never read an Omega verse book. There is the not nodding. Yes. Which, um, I guess like the base of your cock gets bigger so that you can't can't, pull out and traps it in there. So like, you're just like. The cum is like coming. It's like very. <laughs> it's just chilling. In it's it. very like. It's like breeding kink. I was like laughing. So I was like, if the, if she because they do mention how they don't obviously get sick. Like vampires really can't get sick. Yeah. I'm like, Good fucking thing, bitch. That's a UTI in the making. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's got something to do with like a breeding kink, but it's a very like prominent trope in the Omega verse. Yes. So people who were talking about the nodding were people who read Omega verse books were going into this thinking it was going to be very Omega verse, and it's not. it's not at all. Um, and I like actually watched the video today and the girl was like, listen, I went on alleys. I went on penguin random house, went on Berkeley. It was never marketed as Omegaverse. People who read arcs who aren't typically Omegaverse readers saw nodding and were like, it's an Omegaverse book. So people who Ah. were looking for something, I guess, more Omegaverse-y read it and have been disappointed in it. Okay. But I think maybe if like you're 
new to the Omegaverse or you've never read the Omegaverse, or even if you're a fan and you go in knowing it's not. I went in really thinking that this was going to be a typical Allie Hazelwood book, and this is exactly what delivered. Right. No, I was like, I'm expecting Allie Hazelwood, but with like fantasy elements, and that's what it was. Yes. And like, not even fantasy. And there's paranormal. I was like, paranormal. Yeah. Yeah, Like, like, it's not. It's, yeah. You that, okay, I didn't realize that people like I didn't I, realize the that, whole mega complex. That's the I mean, okay. those are only the videos I've seen. I'm sure that people just don't like the story because they just genuinely don't like the story. Just like the few like negative reviews I've seen have had to do with the Omegaverse aspect. Okay. But again, I can't even speak on it because I don't even know what the Omegaverse Same. is. I have no fucking clue. Like we're not gonna even go there because I, I you know, I like yeah. literally like I'm so I've never this. I never read I have no idea what it is. To me, I'm like, oh, like when they said nodding, I was like, yeah, that sounds like something that I've heard of. Yeah. Like, okay. Like werewolves. Yep. Mm-hmm. I knew like what it was. Yes. But I did. Like, I have no, yeah. No I concept. mean, yeah. My That's only, thing. my only other, um, like werewolf experience is like Twilight. And like, there's obviously no nodding in Twilight. Even, <laughs> um, I read a, I read like moon. This was like years moon ago. Yeah. So I listened to it on audio it was people rave about it. It was one of those books. I was I probably like, I probably should pick this up the physical copy, not so much like yeah, whatever. I just remember there being like a ton of sex because of like what like I don't know if it was the moon or something. I don't ever recall nodding happening in that book. Like again, never picked it up past book one. I finished it. it was like this was kind of like meh on audio, so like moving on. Yeah, and that's literally it. And then there was one Shannon Meyer book where he is also a shifter, but again, like it is. It is, like, this level kind yeah. of book. Like, it is just paranormal romance in, like, the modern-day world. There's, It's not any type of Omegaverse. I have not dabbled. I know. I almost, it's not like, like, I don't want to. I just, like, I have I'm not Right. Dabbled. No, I almost, like, want to now Same. dabble. And, like, so if anybody has any, like, beginner Omegaverse, like, stories yeah, really for curious. us, like, let us know. Um, I literally know nothing about it. So, like, I would be really curious. I do love – maybe this is because we're millennial – like, we're talking like the older millennials. That's us. Actually, we're like middle millennials. Sure. Don't we say are, we're we older. Are, we're not 40. We're not in our 40s. Don't, not rush, yet. don't rush me. Don't, sorry. <laughs> okay. We're middle or old millennials. Kitty goes, not yet. She's 33. Like you're <laughs> like, you're not, you're, you're, you're not close to being 40. Sure, I sure. am. I just feel like I'm on the downslope. I mean, I'm, not technically I'm on not the downslope now because I know you're right in the middle. I know, but I'm, I'm like, Moving I'm, towards. I'm in my 35th year now. So it's, I'm only going to get closer to 40. True. But I, moral of the point here, I do love that we're getting, like, the nods back to our days of yeah. vampires. It's like, the fucking Cullens were everything. If you weren't reading Twilight, who the fuck were you? The, the like, Cullens. Um, what's the, like, oh my god. Uh, Anne Rice. Yes. Like, my mom would um, read those vampire books, like. There's well, so many vampires. There's books so many, I and I know, and I'm like, I'm like drawing such uh, a blank. Like Twilight is obviously the only one that I'm like, Katie's like, I'm googling it. Um, but yeah, like I, I mean, something that I love in all vampire books. I mean, you not that. Oh my god, the House of Night series. I don't know if I've ever read that by PC and Kristen Cast. Fucking incredible. Vampire Fire, Vampire Academy. Oh yeah. Oh my god, there's so many. It's all there was. Yes. Everything was dystopian or vampires. Yes. In like the early to mid 2000s. So it is kind of cool that like it's circling back around. Yeah. Because I feel like they are kind of on like the way out and like more paranormal stuff is coming back in. Yes. Which is good because I feel like you have to cycle those things. Otherwise it's you get overabundance, you saturate it, like you saturate the market and then it's like, oh God, I've read this a million times. I mean, if someone out there can write. Cause I, I just don't think I can. I don't think I can. Like there's days where I'm like, could I? And I'm like, girl. 
I give Close down those thoughts. Not to spoil our episode next week, but we just finished our Liz Tomford interview. And we were like talking to her about like, how did you, you know, start writing? And she kind of just like did it on a whim. And I was like, I just give people so much credit who do that. Cause I would write one sentence and be like, ew, I'm so embarrassed for myself. Like, I wish I had it in me to be able to write something. I feel like if we were a tag team, we probably could conquer it together. Oh, I think so. But I just don't know. I just don't know. I can never write Spice. People who write Spice, I give them so much credit. Yeah, I don't um, think I'd be able to do that either. I like, want my if I was writing a book, I'd want my book to have Spice because just I, a little bit, yeah, yeah, because like, I personally enjoy like a, like a little sprinkle, if you will. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I could write it either. I could never like seriously sit down and write the words like, uh, like. Take that cocky, dirty little slut and, like, <laughs> seriously, like, put that into it. I feel like if I was going to write a spicy scene, it would, it would, have to it would be, be like, super vanilla. It would be super vanilla. My, and it would be very, um, like, it wouldn't be, like, super detailed. Like, it would, you would be okay, in it the It would act. literally be, like, yes. Allie's book. This was yes. her spiciest book. Which yes, I put in my review. I'm like, this was her spiciest book, but I'm putting spice in quotes because it's not a spicy. It's still not spice. It's not like it's, a, it's not a book. It's a book with like, like there's just spice. enough detail. Yes. That you like are like, ooh, okay, okay, I'm getting it. But it's not okay. Like the head of his cock is pressing against his, my soaked panties. But you're he's not. You're not getting like super detailed like grabbing gra- and like graphic. Happening. Like you yeah. know what's happening. It's there, but it's not super explicit. No, it's I not guess super it's, explicit. Yeah. It like gives you just enough to be like, okay, this is like. It is quenching the thirst. They fucking, we know they fucking, yeah. but I'm not like clutching my pearls reading it. Correct. <laughs> Good way to put that to be summary. <laughs> you know, I always like to just throw a good one in there. Throw, throw a doozy, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, I, I like the mystery aspect of like I what happened to Serena. I like that that was kind of like the driving force behind it all. I mean, it, this obviously set up a book for her brother, which I'm, like, very intrigued by when, him. When we got to the end, I was like, all right, cool. We're not done with this yet. That's yeah. kind of neat. But, like, is he going to – is it going to be a romance with another vampire? Is it going to be a romance with, like, Gabby, who was the yeah. where that was part of the collateral? Or is it a human this time? Is it a human? Time? Yeah, like, like, I'm wondering, what like, it? what she'll – Because, like, I mean, like, I don't want another vampire where story. I feel like that's just, like, obvious. Agreed. And, like, who will Serena end up with? Because Serena, so then we find out. Okay. Well, he someone walks in at the end of this book. Yeah. And then they see Serena. I'm assuming whoever walked in, got her sent, might be like, uh-oh. Oh, uh, uh Co- Cohen? Cohen, yes. Like, what is that? I knew it was a K. I was like, K-O-E-N. Cohen? Um, Again, don't, don't, hold on. Katie listens to the audio and she can't even tell us what his name I is. I stopped listening about, I would say, like, maybe 50 to 60% through. And then That's true, through. actually. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so he walks. So, um... What we're saying, yeah. Cohen walks in, he does smell. I assume that that will probably be the next book then, but I do, I just know Owen's getting a book. I'm assuming he would get one also. And I'm like wondering who his like love interest will be. But I think it'd be kind of interesting because he kind of went from like fun brother on the side who like likes his sister who kind of feels bad for her and like what has happened. Well, because to her. like, yeah, so they're, they're twins. Yes. Um, the mother died, I think, during childbirth. And that's why she's named Misery because like she was not doing well when the, the boy came out, Owen. Yeah. But then Misery, since she was the one who like, Put, put her over the edge. Yeah. Um, and they were like kind of not the vampires are like really told like it's the good of the whole, not like the one. So they have very low like birth rates and stuff. Yeah. It's like harder for them to reproduce. And they're like basically told to not like form connections with anybody. And because she sent away eight years old, she's like not really allowed to have like a relationship with her brother. Yeah. So they like love each other, 
But in the only way they can, which yeah. is just like from afar. Yeah. But like he, the fact that like he steps up during her being sent to the weird territory and they have like that meet with Lo, you kind of get like this whole other glimpse of him of like, yeah. he's, he wants to overtake his father. He has some plans. Then you get this whole like him walking in low. Like you kind of knew it was a setup. Um, yeah. Like, I was not, like, oh, my God, I was oh, changed again. Yeah. Like, so he walks this guy in. But even, like, in the end, like, what he says to, like, his father. And, like, I'm like, wow, okay, badass. Like, yeah. okay, we have some, okay, like, you, like, big tough man over there. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, very Hello. curious. <laughs> like, daddy. <laughs> hey there. I was like, all right, like, he'd be kind of cool to, like, get to know. Yeah, no, I'm really intrigued by him. Um, so, like, I'm just, like, wondering, like, who. Like, same thing with, like, so Serena and Aunt Anna, like they're both half half human, half um, where yeah, I was gonna say mare. We, no, no, no. Um, so like, there's a lot more to like explore with that. Also, I just really kind of like that this is like if you've never really dabbled. I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you probably read it, but like if you didn't, so sorry since we spoiled the whole thing. But like, I feel like this is a really good intro to like a paranormal book. Yeah, something funny, really, really quick that Katie always says is she's like, oh my, spoiler warning when we're like. The whole podcast Matt, like, is about literally a book. 30 no, minutes into a but podcast. it's like I mean, if people are tuning into the Bride by Al Hayeswood podcast, true, they know it's true, full true. of spoilers. Because like spoilers, spoilers, <laughs> just to let you all know. Um, yeah, no, I think it's like a good place to start if you're just like starting to dabble in the paranormal. Agreed. Because it's very, it's it's basic. It's set in like, the U.S. Yeah, like you know, he's he was in like, Europe going to, to like quote my sister who uses this phrase. On the fucking daily basis. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> it really she doesn't isn't. listen to this, so she won't get a good chuckle. But you know what isn't deep? What? Missouri's, like, understanding of, like, life. Because Anything. It, the thing, them being mates, was so obvious. obvious. And she was like, he thinks I stink. I'm going to take a bath. And he's like, yeah, no, totally. Like, you stink. Um, like, her walking down the aisle, like, he, you immediately get, like, his rea- like, visceral reaction. Like, yeah. There's a little bit of a conversation that happened on the side where, like, a mate is mentioned. Even when they brought up Gabby, I was like, that's definitely either, like, not his mate and, like, they're pretending it to be for, like, collateral purposes. Yeah. So, like, it makes it, like, makes her weight being in the vampire world, like, higher. Higher. Um, or Allie Hazelwood's throwing us a wrench where, like, she is his mate, but, like, somehow we're going to get out of this because, obviously, misery. Can we fucking pick a... I have a bone to pick. Can I your book? I meant to bring mine. Okay. On the back cover. Oh, yeah. Ruby Dixon. I don't know who you are, but you're an um, international best-selling author. I'm I sorry, Planet I Barbarians. I ju- just kidding. I do know you. I like your shit. Anyway, Hazelwood unleashes her sparkling voice and wit on paranormal Ro- Romeo and Juliet. Do you know that I was fucking through this book across the goddamn floor because I hate Romeo and Juliet retellings? You know, Katie told me, and I was like, there's no way that one that they both die so at the end. Are we, like, I was like, are you... Like, like, they're from rival, like, families, I guess. But unless they're both dying at the end, it's not a Romeo and Juliet retelling. It's just, like, an enemies to lovers situation. I would, I literally sat there for a second. And, like, would I tell you that my heart rate spiked? No, honestly, that blurb was so funny because it's so far off from what this book is Just, if you want to compare them to, like, a love story, like, character, like, I just don't think Romeo and Juliet was the best one to pick. Well, no, I, I mean, it, there's nothing. No. There's literally nothing that's Romeo and Juliet about the story. They couldn't, like, there couldn't be a worse comparison. They're not, they're not from, like, these, like, rival families. No. They're, like, from just, like, it would be any. Rival species, sort of. But, like, the, any, I feel like any, like, 
enemies to lo- enemies to lovers type story. There's rivalries, like whatever. Um, there's not like some like unrequited love, and they're not like yeah. sneaking around. I mean, like, yeah, I don't. There's like literally no Romeo and Juliet. Aspects. I didn't pick it up. Like when I when I tell you, when I tell you people, and I need you to fucking hear this. I loathe Romeo and Juliet retellings. I need. I'm a happy ending gal. I was gonna say, yeah, Katie can't handle anything that has a sad ending. So, like, Mary, why did she make me read Feather? I had to read Feather for something by Olivia Wildstein. It again, great writing. I'm not knocking the writing. I don't like the trope. Just like some people out there hate the fucking pregnancy trope. I literally wanted to reach the phone to be like, Mary Rose, do you fucking not know me? Do you not know me? Are we not friends? Yeah, well, sometimes, honestly, I give her credit because there's so many things I want you to read that I'm like, Katie won't like this because <laughs> it's not going to, it's going to end sad or like something's going to happen and she's going to get annoyed. But like, you're missing out on some good stories. I sure, I'm sure, I know I am. Like, I'm the first to raise my hand and be like, yeah. I know I'm probably missing out on some great shit out there. I can't handle it though. You know, you, you can. Like, I think honestly, like knowing who I am, I harp. Like, I'm a girly who went to, exa- like, who went to therapy for the sheer fact that she fucking harps and spirals. Yeah. I think I would spiral off of a book. I know, like, I really want you to read Binding 13. But, like, I you're know not you're going to say that. But you're not going to be able to handle no. it. No. We know I can't handle those things. But, you know, there's so many things that are, like, so, uh, like, the mating thing is so it's obvious. obvious. And I'm like, how are you not picking up on this? And then she's like, and then she, like, realizes that Gabby's not his mate. And she's like, well, then who could it be? And then she's finally like, oh, it's me. And he's like, no, it's not. And he, like, gets all mad because he's, like, trying to push her away. Like, blow me low. Honestly, that pissed me off. Like that, the whole book, he's like working it. to kind of like get closer to her, and then she's like, "I think I'm your mate," and he's like, "No, I don't even care about you. It's just sex." I know. So, say say that's the virgin who like the virgin that you just took her virginity. Yeah, literally just took the virginity. That that did bother me. I was like, he could have just like admitted it and been like, it took like make something light of it. Like, oh, it took you long enough. But like, yeah, I don't want to force anything. Like, I don't know what your intentions are after a year. Like, yeah. I think that could have been written a bit differently. I wasn't the biggest fan of that. Yeah, no, same. I don't like unintentional, like, third act. Like, not that literally they get back together, like... In two seconds. They don't, like, break They up. don't really break up, but I don't... I hate that, like, third act. Like, we're not... I don't, I don't want you there. I'm trying to protect you type bullshit. Like... Stop. Go away. Communicate effectively and efficiently. And, like, okay? he does end up kind of saying, like, all of what we just, like... I don't he, know. Yes. I don't want to afford... Like, just say that from the beginning. Like... I don't like get yes, it. but because he keeps saying like you don't have the hardware, like you're not aware, so you can't experience this like bond. Like I'm experiencing it, and I don't. He doesn't want her to feel obligated to him. Like, oh well, like if I'm his mate, then I have to stay with him. Exactly. So like I understand where he's coming from by not wanting to tell her like right away, and I he knows that she's like a martyr. You know, she's been collateral now twice. She'll do anything for the people she cares about. So he knows that she cares about him, and he doesn't want her to stay with him just because she feels bad. But I like that she does kind of point out when he does say, like, I know you'll do, like, whatever it takes, like, to, like, those you care for. But, like, she was like, bitch, I fucking care for Serena and my brother. Yeah. Like, like, I have no loyalties to the vampires. Like, they've given me up, like, multiple times. My dad hates me. So, like, we're good here. (laughs) It's, like, basically, like, by the end, it's, like, Lo, Anna, her brother, and Serena. Yeah. I love the, um, the where, uh, the where IT guy, Alex. Oh, my God. Yeah. I thought he was so funny. Um, I kind of, like, could smell the whole, like, Mick thing coming when they started talking about like his scent at one point i think i was like huh red flag and like the fact that he's always like the nicest to her so she yeah. trusted him right away i was like hmm. another another little flag waving yeah waving aside somewhere um because you brought up the little blurbs like at the beginning of every chapter i just tapped only one of them i liked them all but 
she makes him want to draw again. Yeah. Because, like, that's his whole thing. So she's, like, snooping in his room. And he was, like, an architect. So he's, like, a lot of, like, sketches of buildings and things like that. And then she finds, like, a sketch of herself. Yeah. And, again, she still doesn't pick up on the fact that he likes her. She's, like, oh, he must hate me so much. He's really got – he really had to draw. Shut up, you little fucking idiot. Sheltered life. Sheltered life. I guess. Um, the whole, like – I. What I was going to say before was even like from Blood and Ash, one of my favorite things with like vampires is the whole like, I'm going to drink from you and it's going to be like really erotic. Yeah. I love that. I love that too. I like, like again, the spiciest book you'll get of Allie Hazelwood so far. Yeah. Like, like the there was a lot of scene, like tension and like sexual tension and yeah. like chemistry. And yeah, when they, so they, they go to um, a rival like pack, um, the old Alpha's wife, basically, they go to like her house for like whatever. Emery. Emery for like political shit. And they're trying to, they're like bugging her computer and they're about to get caught. So they like act like they're like, they were just like in like the throes of like passion she was feeding from him. But it gets like really like hot. Like it does. And it, he, like, it heats up a bit. It heats up. And I love, listen, we were just saying how much we love spice. I love the like almost better than nothing. the culmination. I'm not kidding you. The fucking build-up is what the makes it. Like, yes, during it. the process is enjoyable 100%, but, like, once it's over, I'm kind of like, oh. Yeah. Well, nothing's going to hit the same anymore even if they do it again. The tension and the build-up is so... It makes the final act so much better. Agreed. I would even say, for again, we are not your erotica girlies. This no. is not what we're here for. But, like, it's not our cup of tea. Or if we're in the mood, that's a whole other story. That's when you pick up the erotica book. Like, right. I would actually be okay with spicy books having just, like, one scene. Because to me, like, that build-up. Yeah. Even if, like, other sexual acts happen, sign me up. But, like, before, like, the big finale, if you will. Like, I'm like, this is what I'm fucking yes. living for. I just finished an arc today. And it was, like, that the whole book is, like, build-up and tension. And, like, like, crack me open a fucking box of cookies. Because I am, like, going to town, like, waiting. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, this is amazing. And then they finally have sex within the last, like, 50 pages and I was like it was just like yeah I mean it's I think it's like foreplay you're getting foreplay for an entire book and then fine like sold sold um but I love that he loves getting like he loves like her drinking from him like yes he is like asking for it yeah yeah he's like no I don't want you to drink from bags anymore you can just drink for me yeah so fucking amazing it's hot it's like really hot that was honestly the best thing Lowe did otherwise he was pretty forgetful couldn't agree more I thought his sister was more memorable yeah and I think, like, the parts that I liked of him was because, like, misery was part of the conversation. Yes. She was a good, she was a good FMC. I, I don't like think her. that Allie's ever written an FMC that I haven't liked, but she has Agreed. written. Well, that's not true. I did have a little bit of an issue with Check and Me. I didn't really like her. I No, you're right. I do agree with that. And I liked him better in yeah. that book. But every other book, I've liked the FMC, FMC more. Um, I mean, love theoretically for going, like, Allie Hazelwood books. It's definitely, like, like hands down bar none my favorite yeah. Allie Wood book love on the brain i would say is probably like number two i was gonna say and then this and then that yeah and then, and then like love, love hypothesis, hypothesis and then check and mate. mate yeah there you go wow look at us i love when we agree <laughs> i love when we disagree because there's like more room for me to yell at you about being wrong but i like when we agree <laughs> it makes me happy i know most of the time we are on the same page yeah but yeah i i ultimately gave it four stars i think i gave let me look i can't remember She's like, I just finished it yesterday, but I can't remember what I gave it. You know what's so annoying about yesterday? So I I literally had 30 pages of the book left. Or it was Sunday. Sunday I had 30 pages of the book left. I was waiting. My kid woke up. 
and I wasn't able to pick the book back up because we had a really rough night. So like, I really had to finish like, like there's no worse thing to finish a book with like 30 pages left. I hate that. Oh, I did give it a four star audio dual narrator, five and five. This was a fun read. Yeah. That's all. That's all I, that's all I have for you. Um, next week we have our interview with the one and only Liz Tomford, who is the author of the Windy City series. So Mile High, The Right Move, Caught Up, and her new book coming out in July, um, which is Play Along. Um, we're really excited about that. We are going to be doing a Spilling the Tea episode um, the first week of March. Um, Powerless probably later in the month. And then we haven't picked another book. So we're going to discuss and then we'll post it on our Instagram. So just check for that. But um, yeah, that's what we have at least for the next two weeks. So look at us making strides. I know. Kitty's like, let's do this now. All right. Well, anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.